So for today's podcast, we are going to have an exciting conversation about some really big news that was announced recently in our Evansville community. So we've got two special guests with us, Kim McWilliams. And Kim, you are our chief officer from our family school and community engagement uh, department here at EVSC. And and then also Aaron Lewis. And Aaron, you are the executive director of innovation and change at the University of Evansville. Did I get that right? Yes. yes. So thank you both. And Aaron, thank you for coming over oh, to talk with us. As a parent, for sure. Well, and, and you know, this really is so exciting because we recently there was a po- or there was a um, press conference held at University of Evansville um, where it was announced. Well, I'll just let you tell the news. So, Kim, first of all, tell us what was announced at this. Yeah, we were so excited uh, to come together with our community partners and, and for sure at University of Evansville to announce the um, grant awarded to the Evansville University of Evansville and those community partners in that promised neighborhood of awarding. $30 million to the neighborhood over five years. $30 million, Aaron. $30 million, that's that's yeah. no small amount of change. No, it's a striking amount, yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know, what? when I think back, and I was fortunate to be at this press conference and listening to everyone talk about it, and um, just the excitement, the enthusiasm. You know, we were talking before we started recording, Mayor Winicky was just talking about how this may have been one of the biggest things he's been a part of announcing because of what it means for our community. How would you summarize that? Yeah, that's a... Great question. It was a striking and emotional moment. There was a lot of energy in the room. Um, I think people really seem to understand how transformational this can be for our community, particularly when you take a look at all the partners who came together to make it happen and how long our community has been working towards this. I mean, you go back to the first attempts in 2010, to the Promise Zone designation, all of that groundwork being laid over a very long time all for this neighborhood to create this right. thing that now exists that we get an opportunity to all serve. One of it's three really in the United States Correct. awarded Only this year, this right? Year. Yeah, they're very, very competitive, very hard to get. Some communities try for a decade before they see one. Well, uh, we've got just a few slides I want to go through as, as we're having this conversation so that people understand what we're talking about. First of all, let's look at the slide with partner agencies because that was something that I noticed when we were there. It wasn't just University of Evansville. Absolutely it wasn't just not. EVSC. What I mean, talk to me about this, either one of you, what we're seeing on the screen. Yeah, sure. So this for me as a civics education fanatic um, is really what I find striking about this initiative is that it requires collaboration. So when the Department of Education, not says, every community, can no, and not all. every community can get here. And in fact, our community has tried numerous times and didn't get there. Uh, because you have to have the entire pipeline from baby in the belly all the way through career really covered solidly. And so you might have pieces of the pipeline where you're really strong and then big holes and weaknesses. And until you get all these partners coming together to really look at it in a strategic way, uh, you can't kind of see that whole picture. And we finally got there this year. Um, it was an incredible thing to see all these groups come together, including some partners not on here, who just matched, just said, hey, we're here to help, but through federal funding, we can't be a part of this, but let us know what you need. Uh, it was remarkable. I'm very, very proud to live in this city. One of the things that stands out to me about our partners on here is that they all do individually wonderful things, but collectively within this promised neighborhood, we're going to do great things for the, our families and our community. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I think you're right. And, and clearly without that sense of collaboration, that we have shown that we can pull off here in the Evansville area. Sounds like we wouldn't have been awarded this. We weren't, in fact. Yeah, so uh, at least the University of Evansville was brought in just the time before this attempt. So mm -hmm. 2020 is when 
the Dream Center and Amy Bullock, both proud UE grads, um, said, hey, it's coming up again, but we need a university partner. We think UE might be a good fit because of its change-making focus. Uh, so we tried, and we all came together a couple months later, did our best, right? We didn't know what we didn't know. Um, but we were not successful. We didn't have quite enough partners, quite enough engagement. Um, and and that's we, not uncommon. That's not you uncommon. Try, right? I mean, you that, just, that's until you get works. the reviewer feedback, sure. you're not quite sure what you're missing. Um, and then what was so amazing is what happened then is instead of, gosh, that was really disappointing. Everyone said, what can we do to help? How can we dig back in? EVSC and Deal Consulting came in with a deep dive on the data to help us really narrow our focus. All the partners came together. Uh, it was it was something I won't ever forget, and it's why we were successful the second time. Yeah, just keep thinking of the word powerful. I mean, this yeah. is a powerful experience. Let's back up a bit, too, and put up a slide that shows our Promise Zone designations. So, Kim, we're looking at a map now of the Evansville area. So when we talk about the slide says what and where is the Promise neighborhood. So for someone who's not familiar with this, what are we looking at here? Mm -hmm. So like Aaron said, we've had in Evansville a Promise Zone uh, designation since 2016. This is a, a more narrow focus of a, the Promise neighborhood within the Promise okay. Zone. So um, she alluded to um, consulting, deal consulting group, and really looked at those census tracts. So what you're seeing those numbers in there within the Vandenberg County are the census tracts and the students that actually live in those census tracts and then the schools that they attend. So not necessarily are the schools within those census tracts, but our families and our students okay. live within those census tracts. So we're really focused our efforts in those 12 census tracts that you're seeing on the screen right now. And uh, all the community partners that we saw earlier are going to really focus on what they do best within those 12 census tracts. Right. So if you live, if you're a family living in those designated mm -hmm. areas, census tracts, as mm -hmm. you referred to, then through this, through this grant, there's going to be a lot of things in place to provide Absolutely. support. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and thinking about that, we have those six schools that are included with, uh, in our Promise Neighborhood grant, and they are Evans and Delaware, but then also Lodge, Lincoln, Glenwood Leadership Academy, as well as Bossy High School. Okay. So if you live in those areas and you're a family, this is good. This could make, as you said earlier, transformational change. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's family and community. The DOE has two different types of outcomes. There's the academic outcomes, but there's also this wraparound care family and community piece and both are required. And so maybe your child doesn't go to that school, but you're in one of those census tracts. The partners working in that area are still going to serve you. It's not going to be, Hey, show right. us your school ID before right. we get the service. So with the student and the neighborhood level data focus that this last effort we did, uh, we're able to really scale what we can do within the census tracts. And so it's the area of the most concentrated need, uh, but there's going to be a lot of families that are going to feel a difference in these in these neighborhoods. Wow. And I want to put up another slide now that talks about something that I've referred or you all have referred to many times. At the top, it says cradle to career continuum of support. So, I mean, I love hearing that. What does that actually mean? Really, and I'll start, Aaron, please, uh, with the cradle to career con continuum. It talks about in Evansville Promise Neighborhood, the cradle to career. So those are the four pipelines that were um, the USDOE, the United States Department of Ed, put forth that we had to really talk to and how we were going to show outcomes within each one of those four pipelines. One at the earliest stage of early care and, and early childhood and kindergarten readiness, and then into the K-12 curriculum, which we're going to do really well. 
And then the college and career, the post-secondary success, then leading into our neighborhoods and our communities, like Aaron talked about, and our families. So all four of those pipelines are going to be connected. So if we think about this five-year um, grant award, and one of the things on the, the previous slide, we talked about a sustainability council. So after five years, yes, the funding might go away, but we want to sustain this as a community. And, and we already have conversations mm -hmm. taking place within our community on how are we going to continue these wonderful things. And there are some discretionary funds to bring in possibly additional partners right. that do wonderful things within our uh, community as well. So really, I mean, this is just about building this huge level of support that just wraps around mm -hmm students and families in these areas. Yeah, quite literally. Uh, when I was in grad school up at SPIA at IUPUI, there was a community school, George Washington Community School, just to give you an example of the impact this can have. It wasn't a promised neighborhood at the time, but it was wraparound care. Mm -hmm. And it went from a school that had been taken over by the state to 100% going to college and admitted to college within a decade because of wraparound care. They had dental care for the families at the school, translation services, job training for parents, uh, jobs for students to do after school to keep them off the streets. It just has a it has a huge impact on the whole family, which raises all the whole community as well. And that's we're going to get to see what that looks like here. And this approach really is, and Aaron mm -hmm. just talked about it, a two generational mm -hmm. approach, multi generational. It's just not the. Yeah, and what do you mean when you say that? Because I love that term. Yeah, and and that's not just a buzzword, but that is exactly what wraparound care is. Those four pipelines that we just talked about are really going to be influential in making transformational change. And that two generational approach is the the families and the students working together, and then those community and neighborhoods. They want to beautify their neighborhood and take pride in what they have, which they do. And have even more so now because of all the things that they are asking for us to bring to their neighborhood. Yep. Well, and we've had full service schools in the past. So, Kim, this this is similar to that, am I right? But kind of at a different level even. Is that a fair way to say it? It is. Yeah. And we're fortunate right now within um, EVSC to have two full service community schools grants and working really parallel with Promise Neighborhood grant. But Promise Neighborhood is larger, more partners, um, a concentrated area, but we've done similar things within each of those grants. We've identified an attendance district. So our full service community schools right now that we're currently working with at Kays and Farallon, McGarry and Harrison. So, you know, that's our attendance district. So we know that the students continue to um, matriculate up into that middle school and into that high school, but the families also live in that neighborhood. So there's that two generational approach as well. Wow. I mean, it's just incredible when it, you hear about it. The and layers I, are amazing. And I know I keep referring to that press conference, but I, I think the reason that has stood out to me so much is in that room, and I want to put the partner agencies back up on the slide so that we can take a look at that, because when we were in that room, and I was watching before the announcement, during the announcement, you saw people from all of these agencies, they were hugging, <laughs> there were tears, I'm not being dramatic. No, they're literally. It was just such a sense of, we did it, and then not only we did it, but look what we're going to be able to accomplish. Yeah, when you when you really think about it, I remember the night before that press conference, kind of driving around at twilight and thinking that there are families waking up right now. Maybe they're struggling. Maybe they haven't been able to get their kid to school. Maybe they've been cutting school and they're not sure why. Or maybe they don't 
have mm-hmm. prenatal vitamins or whatever it is on those dozens and dozens of interventions. Whatever that barrier pipeline, is. Whatever that barrier is. And they didn't know that help is coming. Help is on the way. Uh, we're going to mess up. There's, we're going to learn a lot as we go through this. But the good news is there's promised neighborhoods around us. St. Louis got one as well. We'll be able to travel there and learn from them. Wow. But thinking about that, it, it was very emotional when you think about how our city is about to change. One of the things that, and one of the major partners was EREP. And so the business community sure. understands that this is the transform, transformational change that's taking place from this grant, but also from the, just the collaboration that we have in Evansville. And we're fortunate to live where we do. But they understand that our students and our families are going to work in our places of employment as well. And they are working with us all the way down at the cradle. And we're working with them all the way up into the promised uh, neighborhoods and the communities. Wow. I mean, it really just it makes you appreciate how lucky we are to live in a community that has this many groups and organizations and entities that are coming together to make this community stronger. It really is a uniquely collaborative place. Um, I know we hear that a lot. Right. Uh, but it's, when you live it's, here, maybe you take it for granted. You, you do. Think, well, I guess every area. Is no, like it's that. not. I can. I mean, civics has been my career, and this is not normal that a community comes together like this. So when we're trying to make the case that we can sustain this past year five, it was not hard to get EREP in the business community to say, what can we do? In fact, they found every single dollar in other initiatives that they were going for, so ready grants or whatever they could find that was related to education or family outcomes. How can we leverage all this work we're doing? It just happens. People who work here and live here just are that way. And so then you're able to achieve some pretty incredible things. Wow. Well, well, and let's wrap it up by this because there's so much to come. So let me ask each one of you, what what's next? Where do we go from here with this? Because I know the fun is just starting. <laughs> I'll start in there and please close it out. Sure. I, I think the collaboration continues. Uh, continue to do what we do best and all the partners and all of our people within our community, our families love their kids and they're going to make sure that they succeed. And now we have some wraparound care to support that as well. Uh, From the university's perspective, we get to get our students and faculty working directly with neighborhood residents and making change in their community. So that's kind of our next step. Uh, We are a fiscal agent for it, so we'll be helping all the partners and hiring the team, but we're also a partner in it. So we'll be doing change labs with students at the schools. They get to pick what those are. I don't know what they are yet. So for us, it's letting the kids dream a little bit and seeing how we can help them make those dreams come true. So really the nitty gritty details, mm-hmm. the work, it, it's just now going to start. Just starting. One of the great things that Aaron and, and University of Evansville did with our students to get their voice mm-hmm. in what they wanted their neighborhoods to look like, and they actually drew pictures, some in words as mm-hmm. well, on what they wanted it to look like. Now they have the chance to make it come to fruition. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. So it was during the pandemic, we had to drop off construction paper and we used blue for the E is for Everyone mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, drove around, just dropped them off. All the schools passed them out to their kids. And then we got to do Zoom visioning sessions with them. What's your perfect neighborhood look like? And there's a lot of, lots of themes, you know, zip lines and puppies, but also some some really heartwarming things and heart-wrenching things that they would like to see changed about their neighborhood. And lots of walk-to-school programs, more time outside. And yeah. uh, it was a visioning exercise at the time, but now it's our brief. It's our mission. So now we get to help them bring that to life. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not just helping those kids you talk to. It's the next generation as well. It's the, what's the term? The The two generation. Two generation. Yep. It'll be their parents too. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
this is a great topic to talk about. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no downside to this, and we're very fortunate to live in this community, and we're very fortunate to have all these partner agencies where we're all working together. So, Aaron, Kim, appreciate you coming in, and it's and nice. I think as we've said, the the fun thing about this is we're going to have more conversations like this because Absolutely. as this work really starts to happen, mm-hmm. we'll have you both come in and we'll just update people on it. Yeah. Look forward to doing so. Absolutely. Transparency will be key in that. Okay. Look forward to seeing what's next. Thank you both. Thanks for having us. Thank you.